different. <laughs> and who? Ninety-nine percent of the time, I have no idea what the heck I'm talking about. As of the last time I, I checked, I didn't I was see shown. you there. <laughs> I still don't see you there. Because this is a podcast. We don't see anything. <laughs> uh, I'm blind. <clears throat> but never mind my that. Ex, my ex dumped acid on my eyes and I can't see anything. Oh, you oh, must be none of that's from. True. You must be from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that's me. I'm Saudi Arabian. Can't you tell from my accent? I could tell from, you know what, never mind, let's get out of that as quickly as we can. <laughs> no, actually, where I am is Central United States. Who I am is Sean. Well, where I am is in a constant state of disbelief and disassociation with my entire life, and I think my name is probably Tyler, but who knows if this is even real? It's probably Tyler. Oh no, it's happening again. And with our powers combined, we are the Super Whiskey Bros. Uh, so guess what I did? What did you? I went to see what I'm drinking, and I know what it is now, so let's talk about that. Oh, in that case, Tyler, what are you drinking? Well, you big dumb idiot, this is the Belvani. <laughs> Anyone would Belvani. know that. Of especially course. someone who's drinking it. Huh. That was aggressive, and I should apologize for it, but I won't. No, that's I, I prefer it this way. So, um, uh, this is a, a question that I didn't ask last time, uh, and it's ask a very me. important question when it's Tolkien. What are you smoking? I am smoking, I'm about to relight a pipe right now, and I have, this is terrible, and I apologize, but I'm using a big lighter. <coughs> and I do want to get that out of the way. This yeah. is someone who, um, the person who made this blend of old Toby, um, I hold him in very low regard. Indeed, uh, indeed. I think not much of him. Um, mm-hmm. His eyes are too close together. He's related to people I don't associate with. And quite frankly, he smells like cheese. When are you going to say something bad about him? Uh, you've made a good point. He smells <laughs> like cheese made by Ukrainians. Mm. Ukrainian cheese. Blech. If I remember correctly, and I don't know if it was the old Toby or not, um, uh, no, it was the Tobalt's Reserve. That's what it was. The old Toby is a very burly, heavy English. Uh, the Tobalt's Reserve is a burly, heavy English. It's the same mixture, I think. It's either it's either the same mixture as the old Toby, or it's the same mix, mixture as the Southern Star. I forget which, but one of them. I thought it was the same meat. as the Southern Star. One of them has a couple of drops of meat in it. Oh, you told me that, but I don't remember which one it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the Tobal's Reserve, but I don't remember what the base of it was. But um, uh, what I am smoking is not one of my blends, though it has my lo- I, I made a uh, I made a, a label for it and put my logo on it as if it were one of my blends. And I don't know why I'm trying to steal this blend from somebody. Plagiarism. I don't remember where. 
<laughs> I don't remember where I got this from, but it's one of the only uh, aromatics that I like. It's called the Bombadil. Oh. And it's, it's a um, uh, yeah, it's a, uh, if I remember correctly, it's a, uh, like, you know, it's an English, but it has a lot of Latakia and Perique in it. Uh, I say it's an English, it, the blend started off as an English, but it's an aromatic, so it's no longer considered an English. But, um, uh, I believe the, it's vanilla. It's very good. Because, do you believe that because you think that was in the name or because it tastes and smells like vanilla? Yes, a little bit of both. Mm. Fantastic. Yes, and so you are drinking the Belvani. Would you like to know what I am drinking? Absolutely not. Never tell us. Okay. Let us guess. Okay. Okay, guess. Uh, you definitely strike me as a Jack and Coke guy. You definitely have a some Jack Daniels and a little bit of Coca-Cola. Mm. I'm wrong, aren't I? Yes, very wrong. No, gosh darn it. Um, uh, I am drinking a Glenfiddich 12. Oh, like yes. what you have, it's a space side. And it is well, delicious. Unlike what I have, in that mine is 14 year, which is mm-hmm. two more whole years of being whiskey. Two, yeah, your, yours has been whiskey longer than mine has. Hmm. Roughly 24 months more time being whiskey. So, I'm glad I tasted this last night, the Glenfiddich 12, because I now know that this is quite possibly my favorite whiskey. And uh, it's cheaper here than it is there. It's 55 bucks here. Um, uh, and I'm very glad that I tasted it ahead of time, uh, because with the pipe, it's a very... Glenfiddich 12 is, is smoky and sweet at the same time, and it's delicious. It's it's I say it's, I, I think I just said it's my go-to whiskey. That's not true. It's my go-to scotch at this point. I think uh, it's, it's it's my favorite scotch probably. But the reason why, of course, I want to try. Uh, I want to get another Isla. I want to get a little Goblin. Uh, those are expensive. It's like a hundred bucks for a Goblin. But I'm. Uh, I had this with, uh, but the apparently the pipe smoke masks the smoke in the drink. And the the uh, the aromatic the vanilla masks the sweetness of the drink. Like it just tastes watery right now. Hmm. That's not what I prefer in my scotch or whiskeys. Yeah. But whatever. Oh, you said you're using a big lighter. Um. Uh, I got you a little bit better on that. I'm using my, um, I am using a lighter, but I'm using my $70 Calibri. Calibri. Mm-hmm. Why is it $70? It's a really good lighter. Oh, is it $70 good? Actually, yes. Um, I actually, there's a, uh, th- there's another kind of Calibri that is even more expensive. And I like this one so much, I'm, I've been considering buying that one for a few years. You're only gonna buy it for a few years. What are you gonna do after that? Uh, after the, after the few years, I probably will have had it paid off by then, so I'll no longer have been buying it. Perfect. Oh, so why in the world are we here, Sean? We are here to talk about Tolkien video games, probably just Lord of the Rings video games, but we'll see how that goes. 
I would say that specifically makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, this is a layup, right? I mean, like, for making video games for a fantasy <coughs> world, I mean, you've you've already got a topic that people would, that, you know, creators mm-hmm. make games like already. They're already trying to make these style of games without having any backstory. So, obviously, making video games about a fantasy realm is a layup. Um, you'd think so. It seems like you'd think so. But, um... The reason why I said this is to say, surely no one could ever mess up a game <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's revolving around such a perfect universe with already such well-done characters. Surely no one could make a bad one of these, right? You, yeah, that's, that sounds right to me. Yeah, none of them are bad, and we're going to act like that's mm-hmm. still the case. What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> well, okay, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say this now. Like, you, you know... They they can pick up on on how we're talking. You guys, I'm sure, can pick up on how we're talking. That we we don't believe that that you know there are some that are that are that are problems. But let's really think about it, right? There's the the Lord of the Rings and Return of the King for PS2 or GameCube if you're a loser. Um, uh, there's the the Lord of the Rings and Return of the King pause for you. Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Very briefly to say. If we would have had a GameCube, we would have been much happier children. We're just salty about it. Yeah. Continue. There's some pretty... So, no, I, I don't think we would have been, because the, the fantastic games for GameCube, we probably wouldn't have been allowed to play. Ah, yes. Def Jam. Continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we... um, uh, And then... So that, that those, those are the... These are the, the, the four games, or slash one and a half games, that we're going to talk about. Is the Lord of the Ring, Lord of the Rings, the the Two Towers and Return of the King for PS2, Two Towers and Return of the King for Game Boy Advance. And those games were very, very good, very, very, very good. Um, uh, and then some other games we may get into, and I don't care to hit on all of them because it's very likely that if we don't talk about them today, they may not get really talked about. And that is the Third Age for PS2, phenomenal oh, game, Oof. very good game. Um, uh, the Hobbit for PS2, which wasn't that great, but it was okay. The Hobbit for Game Boy Advance, which was good. Um, uh, it was it was as good as a Game Boy Advance game can be. No, I say that, but Sacred Stones existed, and so did uh. Battle Network. So I can't say that, but it was it was a good game. Top five. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, in some other games, um. Uh, the the Fellowship of the Ring for PS2 and for Game Boy Advance. Um, I don't remember anything about the Fellowship of the Ring for PS2, but it was I remember it being kind of fun. Um, uh, I don't remember getting very far in it though. And then for Game Boy Advance, it was also good, but our cartridge was bugged out, so you couldn't get out of Moria. Um, uh, so that was that was that. But then again, once you get out of Moria, there's not too much left in the Fellowship of the Ring as far no, as. No. Uh, an action as far as well, it's not, it wasn't an action game as far as a video game would be concerned um, I feel like uh, I should have done some Google research to see what a final <clears throat> boss would have been for that game Gladriel um uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so you know so so you have that and then not Lord of the Rings games but Tolkien games and they count um uh, uh and that is um not the third age but the War of the Ring those games were not that bad. They were you didn't like them as much as I did, 
because you don't like, like it. You, you don't you don't like RTS games very much. No. Um, uh, and it's because it was the only game type that I would consistently beat you at no matter what, and you didn't like this that. This is true. Um, uh, this is true. And so, and, and so, yeah. So um, uh, that, those games were, but th- those games existed. And I will say there were plenty of RTS games that were better, but they these weren't bad though. Um, uh, and then it there was, the was game of the time. Yeah, and then there was uh, uh, the Lord of the Rings um, MMO, Lord of the Rings Online. Terrible game. Awful, awful. Even as far as MMOs are concerned, it was bad. It was. And terrible. then, yeah, and then there were the Shadow games, uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. Excellent games. Oh yeah, top shelf. But who yeah. hasn't talked about Ex- that already? Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying though. So really, the only genuinely bad Lord of the Rings game is Lord of the Rings Online. That's, okay, so, okay. War of the Ring is just, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a phenomenal game in that style. Um, that's yeah, my point. Yeah, um, it wasn't that, great because everyone was playing Dragon, but it wasn't at that time. bad. It's the same game. Yeah, it. Um, no, no, the the the, the War of the Ring was a real time strategy game. It was more like Command and Conquer. Oh, no, that sort no, of thing. no, 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 no. What am I thinking of? What am I thinking of? Oh no, oh I, no. I don't know. What was the game that was essentially like? It was exactly like Dragon Age, and I didn't like it. And you play as a dwarf, an elf, and a man, and they clearly were not the obvious from the obvious group of dwarf, elf, and men. Oh gosh, darn it! I'm so upset now. Anyways, Tyler, the, the dwarf, elf, and man is is um uh, is uh uh. You play as a dwarf, elf, and man, and then you pick up some more humans along the way. That that was absolutely no, 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 no. You're okay. about to say third age, and you're wrong. Yeah, that was the third. That was the third age. No, no, no. There's a PlayStation Three title that's essentially it's exactly like Dragon Age. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were in the middle of a great rant about where we were going. I'm going to pause you. I'm so sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pause you because <clears throat> okay. I have you to remind me of another right game now. too. So. Yeah. Well, while you're googling, um, uh, I have to remind you of the other uh, Lord of the Rings game that I don't know how to describe it because it wasn't good, but you and I put so many hours into it and had fun playing it, and that was uh, I can't think of the game. Um, the and Conquest. you may, you, yeah, that's it. <laughs> or yeah, no, is that is that, it, one. Is, is, is that your game or my game? Because uh, <laughs> no, that's your game. War of the North. War in the North. Never played it. War in the Never North. Don't. It's essentially a bad Dragon Age clone. Mm. But yeah, yeah, don't. It's not good. But yes, uh, you were about to, you were about to talk about Conquest, a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. That's a battle yeah. uh, battlefield clone, or Battlefront. No, uh, battlefront clone, sorry, clone. Battlefront. Yeah. Nice o- original Battlefront, front, not the new retarded Battlefront. Yes, yes, original. Very good, very good. But yes, War in the North is terrible. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a bad Dragon Age clone. So there's a couple that are bad. Um, so we were just making fun of that, but neither here nor there. Let's talk about the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So the ones that we're actually here to talk about, um, uh, so we'll talk about the two PS2 games first and the two Game Boy Advance games. Um, uh, the two PS2 games and also, and the same thing is true about the two Game Boy Advance games. They are almost the same game. They're played roughly the same they the controls are the same the objectives are basically the same uh the only real difference is if you go from the two towers to the return of the king the return of the king has better graphics and slight improvements on the formula so effectively they're the same game um uh 
but and and so we're going to talk about them as if they're the same game. And so, or I guess really what we do is the one we put the most hours in in both cases was uh, was the Return of the King. And so we'll just we'll just talk about the Return of the King from both ones, and just know that whenever we get to some differences between the two, we'll bring up those differences. But for the most part, we're also talking about the two towers. Yeah, same formula, and it's worth mentioning um, many many times throughout mm-hmm. the history. There have been video games. Yes, that are <laughs> correct so far. So far, we're right. <laughs> Um, there have there have been video games that are essentially only made to benefit off of the success of the movie they coincide with. So they're usually um, launched just after... Aragon is a fantastic mm-hmm. example of a terrible game launched after a terrible <laughs> movie made after a great book. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But the video game is better than the book. Mm-hmm. Or, ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Whoa! Ooh, I caught Whoa myself. Now. <laughs> the, video, the video game was better than the movie. Okay. <laughs> Oof. 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 I about slapped you from across the country. <laughs> um, but the, yeah. these titles... <clears throat> excuse me. These titles come usually just after or coincide with the release of the movie. They mm-hmm. are almost always garbage. They're mm-hmm. made very quickly, um, just to um, just to just to kind of um, f- give the studio give the studio some more dollars off the success of a, a highly anticipated film. Uh, a great example of this is the video game for Atari ET that was uh, the worst, <laughs> literally the worst game of all time. The worst game of all time, um, and I don't think that I, I think that's not debatable. I think ET is the worst game of all time. Um, yeah, that's but that's fair. an example. Mm-hmm. Um, but these games are a rare gem in that they are 100% a movie release video game that are phenomenal. Um, oh, when we're talking so about Return good. of the King, they're yeah. uh, it, 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 it's it's shocking how good they were <clears throat> so for what good. they were. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how would you they, describe them, uh, Sean? Uh, so good. Uh, like as far as gameplay goes, or uh, what, what what phrase would I use? Because I'll I'll keep yeah, saying t- so good as often as you want me to. So- <laughs> um, uh, One more time. So good. <laughs> the genre. <laughs> uh, the genre. Uh, action. Um. Uh, uh, it's a sort of sort of a beat 'em up. Um. Uh, hack and slash. Um. Uh, not really anything, no puzzles. Um, no. The only puzzle was the uh, sort of, it was sort of at the end of the game, the final boss is Gollum, and he's sort of a puzzle boss fight because it says mm. attack him using these attacks to get this to work, and mm. it didn't always work. <laughs> and that was puzzling. For some reason. Yeah, I was very <laughs> puzzled when it didn't work. Um, uh <clears throat> And I'm sure there was yeah. a technique to it. Like it said, use these attacks to get him to fall over when he starts to fall over. But then, like I'm sure there was ways of like weakening down his guard and something to get him in a state where you could knock him over. But it wasn't very well explained. Um, uh, Not to mention, I, I, it's a little bit strange that to have the final boss be somewhat difficult and <clears throat> then be Gollum. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I get it because everything was in chronological order. So, of course, you know, you had to fight Gollum to get the ring in the, you know, in the in the volcano to in there. And I get, I understand it, but it didn't, it wasn't that, you know, it was weird. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. But continue. Oh, I shall. Uh, okay, so the story of the game follows the... Uh, uh, yeah, it, it follows the um, the Return of the King movie path because the movie path is a tiny bit different from the book path. Follows True. Return of the King movie path, and not even the extended edition, the theatrical release of the movie. Um, uh, he plays as various different people. You can play as Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli, and Frodo, or who you play as uh, in the um. Uh, uh, is who you play as in the single player version. Uh, but you will, no, no, you can also, hold on, hold on. More hobbits. You can, yeah, you can play as other hobbits because you can play as Sam, uh, and yeah, you can play as Sam in, uh, in other way. And then you can play as, and when you go to do the two player, you can play as Mary and Pippin. Mm -hmm. Or maybe yep. just one of them, I don't remember. But either way, yeah. Um, it's been a long time. <clears throat> um, most of the Hobbit levels weren't as fun as the other levels, and I really don't know why. Those came closer to being puzzly levels, which makes more sense, because if you're a Hobbit, you're going to be more puzzly than combatty. Um, uh, mm, I get smaller, that. Smaller, weaker characters. Yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> and so, yeah, but it's it was, they, they were a lot of fun. What we wound up doing is, once you beat the game, you unlock the, the they're called Palantir modes, and... Um, uh, well, Palantir is the movie pronunciation. It's actually p probably Palantir, but Palantir. I don't care. Yeah, but I'll say Palantir because that's how everybody knows it as because watching the movies. But you unlock the Palantir modes, um, uh, and what that is is it's uh, a wave mode, not endless technically because there's only twenty waves. But you unlock as soon as you beat the game, you unlock the the Palantir of Sar Saruman. And once you go into that, you have some enemies, and then you beat those enemies, and you unlock the, the Palantir of Sauron. And that one is just a more difficult version of it. And it's lots and lots of fun. It's a very, very fun game. Um, it has a, uh, a linear <laughs> leveling system. You gain experience and level your character up, and then as you level up, you have different abilities that you can learn, and you have to learn the abilities in order, and you, and you get some really cool stuff like uh, you learn new combos you make your stuff do more damage you get other things and it's it's really uh, it's it's a it's it's a really good action game uh sort of rpg in its elements um uh they they tried to make it very much a uh this was around the time when god of war was was really big and they mm -hmm. they tried to kind of make it a little stylish action, and they had incorporated some elements of that. I don't consider it stylish action. It was not a stylish action game, as far as I'm concerned. It was just an action beat 'em up. Um, uh, but it was, uh, or hack and slash, not beat 'em up. That's a different genre. But it was, um, but and, and so it, it, I think it was trying to play off kind of 
both play off the success of the movies and also play off the success of the 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 of at that time it was the gameplay the the game genre was the stylish action it did not do if if it was trying to do stylish action it failed but it did action very well it was a phenomenal game one of my favorite ps2 games yeah and and, and another reason why it feels in the vein of stylish action <clears throat> is the way in which you get more moves are very much stylish action moves you get more square square triangle triangle combos um you know mm-hmm. that kind of a thing and that's how you you get more stuff it it, it feels the the uh the you don't have a true skill tree um per se but you do mm-hmm. have the where you go and you unlock all your other stuff and it feels very stylish action when you're gaining those moves and utilizing those moves but i i never feel that the enemy waves, except for maybe the Palantir modes, the enemy waves never feel large enough to truly be stylish action. Mm-hmm. Now let's um, uh, let's let's talk about how in the stylish action genre, how you have God of War on the brain, uh, because it wasn't square and triangle; it was X and triangle, and square was parry. You noob. I'm just saying in general, numbnuts. <laughs> As an example, every single stylish action game ever started with like after your first two moves was a square, square, triangle, triangle. Mm-hmm. And it was always light, light, heavy, heavy. People will know this. <laughs> okay, so I, I haven't I haven't looked these up. I'm going to list off the. Uh, I'm going to list off some some cheat codes from this game, and I want you to tell me what they do. Oh goodness. Okay. I'm not square I'm not square remember this. Square square down circle. Square square down circle. Square square down circle. Okay, I'm trying to put myself I we haven't played the last time we I played this game was with you and it has to have been fifteen years ago. Maybe not quite that long ago, but it could have oh, been that long ago. Crap. Dang. Near. I don't think I, I, I haven't played it since then. Square <clears throat> square down circle. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Um, I don't. I have no clue. That is infinite arrows. Oh, which is a broken code then, because Legolas was a broken character. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, triangle up, triangle down. That's a very simple code. So that's not. That's not like maxing out your points to buy your stuff. Mm-hmm. Would that be infinite health? Nope. That is all your attacks are heavy attacks. Okay. So you can use your light attacks to break shields. Which is great. Mm-hmm. And cheating. Uh, yes. Square, circle, square, up. <sighs> See, that one seems too easy to be max points, too. Mm-hmm. Is that one infinite health? It is. Okay, 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 okay. Circle, down, triangle, X. Unlimited points. <clears throat> Effectively, that was infinite Effectively, 9,900. Yeah. Infinite perfect no, mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infinite yeah. perfect mode. Yeah, there wasn't an infinite points code that I know of. Yeah, technically, you're, you're, that was the, the equivalent of what I was trying <clears throat> to get to, was that was how you, how you <clears throat> obtained all the moves very early, and we... As soon as we beat the game, we use that code every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- th- those are the codes that I used, and I didn't always <laughs> use the infinite health one, um, because uh, it seemed kind of cheap. But so did uh, 
so did using all your attacks or strong attacks uh, took away from some elements of the game in my opinion the, the, yeah. the beauty of this game on your first playthrough <coughs> really was um, well not your first playthrough I should say your first experience with because after your first playthrough is going mm-hmm. back again and maxing out all your characters and getting all their moves um, mm-hmm. that was like a uh, and it was always like a chore to do with the hobbits because they weren't very much fun to play with mm-hmm. <clears throat> now I'm, I'm going to say this uh, Tyler just said that he thought that there's certain things that were cheap. Um, uh, I'm going to tell you something that Tyler did consistently uh, so you can know <laughs> what kind of cheap stuff Tyler did. Tyler always played as Legolas. <sighs> Legolas got to the point where if you charged up an arrow attack with perfect mode, it would one-shot any enemy in the game. Not I don't, not the bosses, I don't believe, but any no. like enemy, even cave yes. trolls. And also, Legolas had an ability where he would shoot two arrows that went off in two directions. In the in, in the Palantir modes, the enemies would come at you from two directions. This was Tyler's strategy every time playing the Palantir modes. He would get play as Legolas. Oh, and also, the, the Legolas arrows would pass through enemies. I was about to say, they have breakthrough damage, yes. <laughs> yeah, and so this was Tyler's strategy every time. He would run ahead of me on the plantier modes, wait for the two enemies to come in two different directions, take Legolas's arrows, fire two charge shots, and kill the entire wave. <clears throat> now, for the record, two things to say here. <laughs> I'm going to defend myself. <clears throat> Using cheat codes <clears throat> is cheap. Yes. Knowing how to play the game really well is not cheap. <laughs> Because <laughs> you loved playing as Aragorn, well Gandalf mm-hmm. more so. Gandalf more no, so. No, you, you, you I, I played. I, I always played as Aragorn, and I think I may play as Gandalf once. Besides the first mission where you're required to, um, uh, I always played as Aragorn. You sometimes played as Gandalf, but mostly Legolas. I, I never, and I think when I, we were, I think I sometimes played as a Hobbit, but I was, I was almost entirely Aragorn. When we were trying to be fair with Palantir modes, I would play as Gandalf. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it wasn't but much yeah, more just fair because, because just, his range attacks were about this, it just as bad. But yeah, they're pretty broken. You mm-hmm. have the charged up staff <clears throat> attack that does the exact same breakthrough damage, but it's only one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we would at times. I do remember um, trying to do a, um, you know, just a, a, a ridiculous um, palantir mode, like going to the hardest mode, and one of us was Legolas and one of us was Gandalf, <clears throat> and just wrecking mode wrecking entire waves before you ever saw the waves with range attacks and it was just it was ridiculous because i don't think we ever saw an enemy at least one of the times we did this we never saw an enemy <coughs> mm-hmm. yeah because they come out of the fog and you can target them yeah. while they're still in the fog exactly you know? like you can see like the green indicator and then you're just wrecking people before they're ever visible i do believe we made it through a 20 it is level 20 is the last level right i believe so it's 10 or 20 20 sounds more appropriate 20 sounds right. I remember going beating a level 20 Palantir mode and never seeing an entire enemy. Um, but that's, of course, after hours of gameplay to max out your characters. And how many times would you say we played through to max out our characters? If you were to guess, how many times do we do an entire max out your characters playthrough? Really? Because we enjoyed just taking our max characters and playing the Palantir modes over and over again. Um, uh, I wouldn't think it'd be more than twice that we started from oh, the beginning. I... Well, 
uh, and this may unlock a new memory for you, but on on some occasions, what we would do when we were wanting to play our video games, and since we didn't have a lot of times to do this, when we would go over to our grandparents' house, which was frequent, we would bring our PlayStation and put it in the back room of our grandmother's house. And whenever we did this, I seem to have a very vivid memory of replaying the entire game from the beginning every time we did this. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, I remember we would we would play random levels from the game, and we're not doing planter modes. But I don't remember. The only time I ever remember starting a new game is I remember we started from the beginning, and then we'd play through, and then we'd do plantier modes and other random levels to get to, to max out our characters. The only other time I remember starting a new game is just to see what it would be like to do this. And we started a new game, and we used the cheat codes from the beginning. I'm sure we would have done that, but I feel like I feel like we've done it so many more times. I could be wrong. Uh, but we need to. I, we should probably start talking about the other game because, man, we're really, yeah, yeah. we're really digging deep here. It's mm-hmm. been like half an hour, and all yeah. we've done has been like, "How great is this game?" <laughs> well, it was, it was good. Um, okay, the the Game Boy Advance game, uh, very similar. Uh, instead of like, so the, I don't know how to describe the camera angle for the for the PS2 game. Uh, it's it wasn't isometric, but it was pulled way back. Uh, very, well, very similar to what you expect a stylish action game to be. You know. It was it was a lot like that. God of War, uh, Force Unleashed, uh, Devil May Cry. Think that, and that's what the game looked like. But Lord of the Rings. Um, there was there were there were some when you got to the other game because we're saying the parallels. The two towers had more side camera angles. Um, they incorporated uh-huh. more of that. But uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, oh yeah, now I have to mention this real fast before you switch off the PS2 games. The only real difference from the two towers was that you couldn't play as many hobbits, if any of them. And um, uh, the uh, the instead of unlocking cool cheat codes and crazy modes and stuff, oh, uh, two differences. There was no two player mode in the two towers that I know of. It was single player only. Yeah. And the the two towers also instead of unlocking something cool at the end, you unlocked a more powerful Aragorn, uh, and it was a Silder. Uh, you know, which yay is, for that, was- I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it was yay because I mean that's a cool mm-hmm. Easter egg, uh, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. like for for people who, you know, fans thought that was very cool. Yeah, I thought it was neat, but I don't know. It, I would have liked if he was his own character, but he was just in a the, more powerful the, Aragorn. Well, in the game's defense, <coughs> in the game's defense, we did play Return mm-hmm. of the King before we played the Two Towers. Yeah, yeah. If we'd have played Two Towers first. We would have loved it, and then we'd have been even more blown away by the Return of the King. Yeah, we played Return yeah. of the King first, and then played Two Towers, and we're like, eh, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, they made they made very clear, fantastic advances on the Two Towers when they made Lord of the Rings, or, or sorry, Return of the King. Yeah, the yeah the Game Boy Advance games, um, isometric camera angle, uh, not at all stylish action. Um, this one, I said the other one was a a hack and slash, not a beat 'em up. This game is a beat 'em up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, very much a beat 'em up. Uh, there's more things that come closer to being puzzles in it. Uh, and again, specifically talking about the Return of the King. I'll go to the differences of two towers later. But again, Return Return of the King, two towers, effectively the same game. Actually, I'll go and tell you the differences now. Other than the fact they're following a different storyline, because you know the different different movies, because it is based on the movies, different movies, different story. Um, uh, to an extent. Uh, other than that, there's also a, uh, um, the only big difference for the most part, and you may remember other differences, the only big difference is in the two towers, uh, when you got special ammo, 
uh, it was limited. It was more powerful, but limited. In the Return of the King, if you get special ammo, it wasn't quite as powerful, but it's, you use this <laughs> ammo type. Like, now you're using this ammo that has this effect. And it wasn't it's also, limited. <clears throat> it's also worth mentioning, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. Return of the King for Game Boy Advance was meant mm-hmm. to be a Diablo clone. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think about that till just now. But yeah, it was. Uh, it it was it was kind of a Diablo clone. Uh, but very well done. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well done. Well done, man. But yeah, it was. It was good. Um. Uh, yeah. So in this game, um, a lot more heavy RPG elements in this game than there was in the PS2 games. PS2 game was was action with some RPG elements that combined made it similar to a stylish action game. Uh, this game was, it was uh, an RPG game, like like we said, Diablo clone. Uh, so you had, you know, your inventory and you'd pick your weapons and maybe you'd get something different. And, you know, now you have Aragorn running around and you can have him run around with a club, you know. Um, uh, it was very it was loosely, loosely uh, loot base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very weird. You'd pick up gems for some reason everywhere and use those to buy stuff, and it was a strange occurrence. Um, can't say I disliked it by any stretch. Uh, it was a good game. I enjoyed playing it. But, you know, and just thinking of it as a video game is pretty fun. Thinking of it as a Lord of the Rings game, it's kind of strange. But it's um, just from a video game standpoint and keeping in mind that it was a Game Boy Advance game, it was it was really good. Um, uh I, I, I'm not talking about the plot line of this game or the PS2 game because it follows the plot line of the movie. Like, if you haven't seen the movie or... And if you read the books, it's close enough. If you haven't seen the movie or read the books, you don't... You know, there's no reason to play the game yet. You know, not until you've, you know, done that. <clears throat> For sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Slight move on to the next title. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say... Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, okay, so the Third Age would be a good one to move on to, and that'll doing, take up the rest of the time. Doing, are we doing the Third what? Age, or are we going to talk about the Fellowship? Uh, I don't know <laughs> enough about the Fellowship to really hit on it much besides saying what it is, because uh, the Fellowship of the Ring for PS2 was a 3D game. Um, you jumped. It was the only game, I, only Lord of the Rings game I can remember besides, uh, yeah, bes- besides freaking... Uh, Shadow games. The only Lord of the Rings game I can remember where you jumped. Uh, that True. was that was that was different. Um, uh, you could go around doing stuff. It was an action game. It was fun. Uh, I don't remember anything outside of Hobbiton in it. Uh, the only thing I remember is there's a uh, one of the the girls. I remember her name. Uh, her name was Angela. And I can't remember it, what her because she was called Angela in the thing, and she's mentioned in the books. No, of course not in the movies. I can't remember who she was as a hobbit. Uh, was she a brace girdle? I don't remember. Or, I'll, I'll, or I'll throw in I don't remember. the, the only matter. thing that's worth mentioning from the game, cut, <clears throat> and then we can move on to the third age. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me <laughs> because this game came out a handful of months after the theatrical release of The Fellowship of the Rings. It is not based on the film. The artwork is not... I mean, the characters are, duh. But, I mean, you are not using the likenesses of the actors and actresses. 
and it is from a different studio than every single other Lord of the Rings game that was licensed for the movies was. So this one is a little bit unique in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it definitely wasn't licensed by the movies. I want to say it was older than the movies, and that's why. Well, an early PS2 game. Although it definitely wasn't licensed by the movies. It was licensed by Saul Zayans, not Warner Bros. And that's a that's the difference. And so this was before <laughs> Warner Bros. acquired it from Saul Zayans. But then Saul Zayans also was still the licensing agency when you licensed it for the movies. I'm a, I don't know. I'm a, and maybe what happened was somebody licensed the... That's why there wasn't a Fellowship of the Ring movie game, potentially. I, I'm wondering if it was, if this company, whoever it was, hadn't licensed the Fellowship of the Ring from Saul Zayans. <laughs> and then they went... And they're making the movies and said, hey, we need a movie tie-in. And then somebody mm. tried to license it and they couldn't license <clears throat> Fellowship of the Ring. So they could only license the other two. That's the only reason why I can think of why it turned out the way it was. So it probably was released around the same time as the movies. Probably 2002. I'm... Uh, 2002. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, uh, it's only that's the only thing I wanted to bring up was that because what you're saying is the is the is the point. Someone had uh, a very 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 smart idea to do that, and um, I'm sure it paid off for them quite well. Let's see. Fellowship of the Ring for PS2 was released in 2002. Yep. <laughs> September 24th, 2002. Yeah. Um. This is interesting. Um, uh, it was originally an Xbox game. Why, why, why am I talking about this? It was ported to the Game Boy Advance by Pocket Studios and PlayStation 2 and Windows by Surreal Software. That doesn't make a difference at all. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, now I'm actually going to find the Fellowship of the Ring PDF. I'm going to search for the word Angela. I just want to know what Angela's last name was. Like, that's all I want to know is what Angela's last name was. You know, I'm going to give you credit here and say that if I were to guess, I would have said Brace Girdle. Yeah, but my mind wants <laughs> to say Tuke all of a sudden. That's too, well, mine did too, but it seems now I'm worried that I'm wrong because I was thinking that, but I thought it was too easy. Okay. So it's, it's one okay. So it didn't mention. It's, it's one of the. She's only mentioned one time in the books, and it was uh, on the the notes that Bilbo, when he was giving stuff away to people, he wrote and he wrote them a note. Um, uh, and it's not popping up, on here, and I'm very curious. Um. Uh, and I. I. <clears throat> I what? I think it's Angela. Um, Tell Brooke uh, she's thinking of Aragon and she's wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, Angela was in Aragon. No, I know. But I'm saying she's thinking of Aragon, therefore she's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Let me. <clears throat> okay, so the, the, this, is, this is very important to me. And I may wind up cutting it out, but it's still very important to me. Earlier we were talking about autism. Yes, autism. Autism. Um, Bilbo's party. Bilbo's speech. 
Road goes over on and on. There we go. Uh, Adelard took Dora Baggins, Milo Burrows, Angelica, not Angela, Angelica. Mm. And it was Baggins, Angelica Baggins. That's why. Mm. No, not Angela, it was Angelica. But anyways, uh, Angelica, I'm 99% certain Angelica, here's why I kept talking about her. 99% certain in the video game, she was voiced by Jennifer Tilly. Oh, look at that. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Not Jennifer Tilly. Not Jennifer Tilly. I said the wrong thing. And I'll tell and you'll understand why I was thinking of the wrong thing. The little girl who, who the, there was a little, well, it was, it was definitely an adult doing the voice, but the character was a little girl. In the movie <clears throat> Tilly's Dragon, the girl Tilly. That's why I was thinking Jennifer Tilly. The girl named Tilly right in Tilly's Dragon <clears throat> was voiced by the same person who voiced Angelica. This is the strangest, most autistic rabbit trail we've ever been on, and we've got to stop right now. <laughs> yes, but I'm including it, though. <clears throat> Please do. Okay. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I, but I, I had to find that out. Uh, but yeah, Angelica Baggins, voiced by the same girl who voiced Tilly in Tilly's Dragon. Guarantee it. I don't know that for a fact. I've never looked it up, but I promise you they're the same person. Quote him on that. Mm-mm. Okay, so the third age is our next topic. Third age is our next topic. It was good. Uh, it was absolutely 100%. It was released within a year or two of Final Fantasy X. Absolutely mm-hmm. a ripoff of Final Fantasy X. The same oh, game, yeah. but Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, even like the um, uh, the people who are using, we'll say, magical abilities, um, summons, mm-hmm. if you're thinking of a Final Fantasy... It's a ripoff yeah. in every way, and in every single way was mm-hmm. superior. Yeah, so much better than Final Fantasy X. A, oh, like, the only time yeah. the ripoff was better than the original. They left out one of the main characters um, uh, in the game. Uh, so, like, I think there's, like, seven characters you can play as in Final Fantasy X, and mm-hmm. in the Third Age, there are six. Uh, mm. They left out one of the characters, and that's the, the girl... The, the main girl who does, like, who her only thing is she has, she can do some magic, but she, she summons the demons, um, uh, whatever those are called, um, uh, and they left that character out, and good riddance. Good riddance, <clears throat> and basically the most good riddance, because it's basically her character is the one that's saying, like, everything's a dream because you're not even real, have a good day, so stupid, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, the game was better for it, but yes, 100% a ripoff. Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'd be, I wouldn't at all be shocked <clears throat> if they were just like, yeah, we just reskinned it. I would have believed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, let's see, what, what, let's see, who, who are our characters in this game? We have, um, uh... Uh, the main, the two Bellagost. main characters, Elagost. No, no, Elagost. I did it again. I did it again. Yeah. Be- Elagost. Be- Belagost is a region in uh, that was a part of Beleriand that was drowned uh, uh, before the Third Age. Um, uh, Stupendous. Yes. So we have uh, the the so well basically the two main characters starting off with, and that is what's his name? Barathor. Barathor. Barathor is great. Yeah, his name is Barathor, I think, because he was very similar name to Baragond, a character from the Lord of the Rings, um, uh, that never made it to the movie because he was not that important. Um, uh, <laughs> True. Uh, and actually, most of the interactions that you have with uh, with Faramir in the movies, those were actually air interactions with Baragond. Fun fact. 
Um, uh, Fun fact. Yeah. So Barthor is the main guy. Uh, Idriel, the elf, is the second main character. She's a supporting character. Uh, and, of course, she's a hot elf, so you have, she is the love interest. Because Holes. the hot elf is always the... The hot elf is always the love interest. I don't know why that is. Even if you have to randomly create a character for no reason at all in a movie series that was very subpar. Cough, cough, The Hobbit. I was, I was going to say, are you talking about The Hobbit? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, if, if you have a hot elf, she has to be the love interest for somebody. Even if it's another hot elf. You know? <clears throat> you know. Which is what happened in The Hobbit. The hot elf was the love interest for a dwarf <laughs> and the other hot elf. <laughs> the other hot elf was Orlando Bloom, so I can say that. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> but anyways, the hottest elf. Yeah, but um, uh, <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so you have those, and then the next character is the ranger Elagost, because you have to have a ranger in a Lord of the Rings game. Yes. Um, uh, and then the next character you pick up is the dwarf, Hadhod, and Hadhod, uh, which is do you know do you know where his name came from? <clears throat> um, no. From the game. one of the elvish lang- one of the elvish languages I forget which uh, Hadhod is part of it. It's Hadhodia or something weird like that. It's Hadhod something, and it's an elvish word that means dwarf. Um, uh, <laughs> stupendous. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a dwarf named dwarf. Um, uh, and then you have the 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 other the Rohirrim character. He's uh, mm. the, then the last two are Rohirrim, uh, the man and the woman. It's um, almost uh, Aiden. It's like Yadin or something like that. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He's he was a he was a he was a fun character. And then you have Morwen. Um, uh, that's a good character, character. berserker mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Uh, so I um, the, this you know very good setup. Um, uh, which by the way, uh, having read the ch- the Children of Hurin or part of it recently, I was reminded that Morwen is the name of Turin's mother. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I bet that's where that name came from. Um, uh, and that's where we get the term. Yeah. But, and also I get Morwen, the name Morwen, uh, from that, and from Dragon Age, Morrigan, mixed up a lot. Yeah, and they're sim- they're not at all similar characters in any way, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um... <coughs> yeah, that's, that's that. But, so it's, so it's a very good game. Oh, by the way, if you haven't played Final Fantasy X, it's a JRPG turn-based uh, you have your party. You have a huge party uh, of six or seven people. It's not really a huge party, is it? A large party of six or seven people, and but only three of them can fight at once. And you have to uh, mess around with your party to pick the best party, the, the best set of party members for each uh, thing. And we didn't do that. We um uh, we just had the players that we wanted to play as, and it always made it. it one of us was always upset because. <laughs> If you played as, if you're trying to play two player, uh, player two controlled Idriel, Hadhod, and the Rohir man, whose name I can't remember, and player Eidin. one it's something like that. Yeah, we'll say Eden. Yeah, um, uh, and player one controlled uh, Barthor, Elagost, and Morwen. And so, since was, but since you the party was three people, there was always a time when one of us was playing two people. And one of us was playing one person, and um, uh, uh, because you wouldn't necessarily know this from from now, but with 
Tyler being the oldest, he was much more uh, dominating on who did what back in the day. So 99% of the time, the party was uh, Bear, Thor, Elagost, and Idriel. So most of the time, um, uh, like unless we just realized that, hey, this other character would be good in this place. Um, uh, and we always had to have Idriel because she was the absolute damage dealer with her magic. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and so... Um, uh, uh, and so we, so ninety nine percent of the time, Tyler's playing two characters, and I was playing one, and I'm still kind of angry about that. For the record, I do have a very vivid memory of towards the end of the game, of a lot of controller handing off um, because there are some characters. <coughs> uh, I want to say more one in particular, mm-hmm. um, that we would trade off when it was that character's turn to play because one of us played mm-hmm. the character better, and I think it was mm-hmm. you. It's very possible. Um, uh, <clears throat> I just uh, had oh, that and also randomly. Yeah, and also here's something that I didn't discover till after we kind of stopped playing it. Um, and that was you can change the character who's running around. It doesn't have to be Barathor all the time. Yes, yes. And if you change the character to a character controlled by player two, player two is now the one that's running around. And there was a fair bit of that. We did switch it over to Morwen, <clears throat> and it was mm-hmm. it was 100 only because so Sean can move around, and not because I was looking at her butt at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, de- definitely. In any way, yeah, it definitely Zero wasn't chance. the butt looking. Yeah, no, 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 no one looks at butts around here. Yeah, no, no. Moving on. Hey, Brooke, can you come here for a second? If you're not able to, that's fine. Oh, never mind. She's not able to. I know what's going on. <clears throat> Never mind. I I know it's happening. Don't worry about it. I looked behind me at the couch and I noticed that the special um uh, nursing pillow was missing. So I know exactly what's going on in there. Ah, oh, I mean there's boobs. She has a nurse in there with her. An actual nurse? Uh well, it could be an actual nurse in there with her and depending um uh, like I don't want to go in there. Because if it's a male nurse, I might get angry. And if it's a female <laughs> nurse, I may not come back. <laughs> well, you know. It'd be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. What the heck am I talking about? Oh, yeah. Video games. <laughs> that's what we should have been talking about the whole time. Um, uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, uh, I guess, should we talk about the plot of the game? The plot of the game, if you follow the Fellowship... Uh, wherever the fellowship goes, you follow them, and it's it, so it's also a movie tie-in, um, uh, and it goes through all three <clears throat> movies. Wherever the fellowship goes, you're right behind them all the way to the end. Right behind. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, and then there was only one part of the game that I hated. I hated it, and that was in the movies. Um, uh, there's a line I don't. I can't remember if this line is in the books or not. It's been a while since I read. All the way to the end, paid that much attention to the books, but there's a line in the in the movies where um, Frodo, because of who Frodo is and what he did and what he accomplished, Aragorn made the statement. But Frodo saw Aragorn, recognized him as king, and bowed before him. That happened in and then in the movie, Aragorn grabs Frodo, lifts him up because of what Frodo did, and says, "You bow to no one." And then he bows before Frodo, and everybody else bows before Frodo. It makes sense because of what Frodo did, 
Like, Frodo literally saved the... Well, no, he didn't. Gollum saved the world. Um, uh, but Frodo's the one that got everything in position so the world could be saved. Um, uh, yeah. <clears throat> and so that that's a thing. And so it makes sense why Aragorn would say that to Frodo. <laughs> in the freaking Third Age game, you have your party, and you see King Alessar there, and you bow before him. And he freaking stands you up and has that same you bow to no one line. It's like, it's dude, lame. is nobody like is nobody allowed to bow around here? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was that was kinda stupid. That was mm-hmm. kinda stupid. Was the, the only thing only thing I disliked about the game at all, everything else I genuinely enjoyed about the game. And the one thing I disliked, I hated. And it was that. What? Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, no, only one. Yeah. Perfect. Um, anything else to talk about? The boss battles were fun. You got to fight the the watcher in the water, and it's implied that you actually kill it. It is implied because obviously you're seeing it, the watcher in the water, right after mm-hmm. he's popping out to fight the fellowship. Uh, literally mm-hmm. right after, because that's one mm-hmm. of the cases where you are right behind them. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, you get to. Get to do that battle. It's fun. Um, the eye is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah. very strange. Yeah. But here's, what, here's what's weird, though. Like, you're so close to behind them that you wind up in the same place as them. Uh, and they, I guess they just retconned the part in the movie where these random six people weren't with you, weren't with the Fellowship. Yeah. Because you are absolutely on the bridge of Khazad-dûm with Gandalf fighting the Balrog when he goes to fly you fools, you know? Yeah, like, how could you have missed that? <clears throat> like, 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 I remember that part in the movie where you turn around and Gandalf is their face in the Balrog and they turn back around and then they say, what's going on again? Hey, guys, look at Gandalf. And they turn back and look and there's just some guys there with them. <laughs> yeah, I think they <laughs> I think they edited that out for the movie, for the theatrical release. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you idiots come from? <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, guys, I didn't mm-hmm. know you were here. Yeah, so, like, there are parts of it, like, you know, it became stupid for that reason, but it was still fun, you know? It was, you know, like, was I, I wasn't, even I wasn't able to suspend my disbelief for it, but it was still fun to play, you know? And it was, it was cool to fight the Balrog with Gandalf, you know? But Very, yeah, very, very cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is the uh, gist of that, that, um... Oh, at- have you ever watched game. XP to level three other than the one video that I sent you about the railroad? Have you, have you seen any, any of his other videos? No, no, I have not. He was talking about, um, uh, uh, the, the fellowship of the ring and well, he did all three movies, but he said, if this was D and if this was a D and D session and he was talking about like, you know, Gandalf is it, and Gandalf is an experienced player. He's doing this and this and this and this. He said, um, uh, Frodo and Sam said they, um, uh, you know, they're like this, and they don't care too much about the combat. They're just into into the RP, and they have some really great RP moments, and then, and then these guys come in and do this, and said, and then, like, they, they, they make it to the Mines of Moria, and said, and um, uh, Frodo, he still hasn't figured out how combat works. He tries to roll a, roll a dice, and he gets a nat one when he's fighting the cave troll, and he's, you know, he hasn't, he never, has never figured out combat, has no idea what happens here. Um, uh, so then they they fight they fight some some goblins and then they do this and they go back and then um uh Gandalf has the idea that he um uh 
uh, that he's just going to solo this Baylor or Balrog and um, uh, <laughs> do this because he wants all the XP for himself. So he tells everybody to run away and then he does this and then later gets into the two towers. And he said, and now Gandalf's like level 19 because he took all that XP from soloing the Balrog. And then <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely spot on because he's clearly <laughs> leveled up. <clears throat> it was it was it was pretty it was pretty funny. Um, uh, this I'll have to watch more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's it. Um, yeah, we've hit a brick wall there. Yeah, like that's that's yeah. Dead stop. Uh, drink Glenfiddich. Um, uh, eat at Joe's. Uh, Where is support Joe's? support cogent roleplay on Patreon. Oh yeah, link in the description probably. Mm-hmm. Not to their Patreon. Oh, we're, we would never link a Patreon, but we will link their website, which will get you to their Patreon. Is there a Patreon on their website? <coughs> Hold on, I gotta look this now. Cogent Roleplay. Let's see. Is there a Patreon on their website? Um, their Discord is on their website. Well, definitely. Uh, yeah, I already have. Um. Feedback and support. Join Discord right there. Yep, they have a link to the Patreon and to uh and to buy me a coffee. Oh, why would I buy you a coffee? I don't know. I'm gonna click on their buy me a coffee to see what I'm buying. Am I buying them a? Co- I'm not buying them a coffee. I'm buying them a beer. Oh, even much more better. Yeah. Well, okay. since this has come to a hard end, obviously, the only thing to do is to say, Schmanschke. Podcast out.